3: My friends, Clemson basketball fans need an attitude adjustment. My name is Mark Ryan. We are live on location inside Ingalls Markets, 1524 Locust Hill Road in Greer, South Carolina. Today rolling on until 6.30 p.m. where we will make way for Furman basketball. Fantastic to have you guys with us. You can hit us on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone, 844-326-3663. And on the text line at 71307, just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. Do you, like me, get your groceries at Ingalls Markets? Would you like for that grocery bill to be sizably less We're going to give you a chance to win a gift card to Ingalls Markets over the course of the show today. Also coming up, what about the other school, whatever other school is the other school to you, do you wish was yours? Or what about the other school makes you jealous? Uh, Is it time in any way, shape, or form to be concerned about something in recruiting? Top five coaches in college football and the National Football League. In college football, we have one last tug at amateurism going on, and might Dabo Sweeney be on this list? We've got Lawton Swan on Clemson basketball and Clemson recruiting. We've got the top five at five with Melissa Level from Ingalls Markets. We've got Truth Serum, and we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere, live on location, Ingalls Markets. Again, 1524 Locust Hill Road in Greer. Invite you to come on by, say hello, especially if I have not ever had the great privilege of meeting you. My friends, let's open with the positive. All right? How about them Gamecocks? How about them Gamecocks? You know, last night, they go on the road. Uh, They're a double-digit underdog. They have just gotten nothing but total disrespect the entire season. Okay? Okay, you beat Kentucky at home. They were number six, but it was on the road. And Kentucky's kind of overrated, and there's helmet scouting going on there. True to form, Kentucky has more losses than South Carolina. And despite the fact that the Gamecocks beat them by like 20, still this week, Gamecocks unranked Kentucky top 10. Make it make sense. So the Gamecocks say, you know what? We're going to be so doggone good. We're going to be so doggone impressive that we're going to give you no choice. Yet We're not going to give you any option to continue to ignore us. Ladies and gentlemen, unfreaking believable. South Carolina last night goes on the road, Knoxville, Tennessee, 63-59 at number five. Tennessee, at number five. The Gamecocks, at number five. Do you realize what you're witnessing right now if you're a Gamecock fan? Okay, well, what you're witnessing is the ability to root for a sport that you thought you had flushed. Right, okay, basketball, uh... Basketball just bides the time. We have women's basketball. Dawn Staley, she does a great job. Women's basketball bides the time until baseball. Baseball bides the time until football. Now you're beginning to care about something you didn't even know you should care about anymore. This stretch, this last week for the Gamecocks is the best individual week that you have had since you ripped my heart out as a Florida Gator alum in 2016-2017 beating Florida to make the Final Four. This is incredible. You are 6-2 in the conference. You have beaten in the last week the two best teams in the conference. And, you know, you did it yesterday with the supposed best player on the team, Michi Johnson, dropping a 1-for-8 performance for three points. You know what, my friends? Defense travels. And I'll tell you what. I don't know what's in the water that Dalton Necht is drinking in, uh, in Tennessee. That dude is incredible. Uh, you know, we had Chris Phillips on the other day. He said, I think he's the best player in the SEC. He's got 30, he had 31 points last night. Tennessee had 59. One player scored more than half of Tennessee's points. And you got to beat Clemson's former coach in the process. Could last night have been any sweeter If you are a Gamecock fan, just unbelievable. And now as we sit here today, all right, the surest lock for the NCAA tournament is you. The South Carolina Gamecocks, you are the surest lock. That doesn't mean the disrespect is ceasing anytime soon. That doesn't mean the helmet scouting isn't going to continue. It most certainly will. But man, oh man, oh man, was I so pleasantly shocked and surprised at how Lamont Paris gets those boys to travel. You know, just call him Amont Paris instead of Lamont Paris because he's delivering the L to you. Okay? He's delivering the L. Gamecocks, unbelievable, 18 and 3. 18 3, South Carolina men's basketball, not women's basketball, men's basketball. Open your eyes. Don't criticize. Realize we must try to see eye to eye. All of you. Let's do it. This is incredible. But for every yin, there's a yang. For every sunny day, there is a rainy one. Let's talk about the negative. That shouldn't be the negative. Because it took place about an hour and a half up the road at Little John Coliseum last night for Clemson. Clemson... Improved its record to 14-6. and six. Clemson got an ACC win. Clemson improved to 4-5 in ACC play. So what's the problem? The game, the result is not pretty enough for Clemson fans. It's just not pretty enough. And guys, I'm here to tell you something, okay? I have been saying since I've been here for five years, okay, Two different athletic directors that Clemson fans deserve better than the guy who is the head coach. I am not trying to be against anybody's family, okay? Um, You guys will find if you talk to me, if you get to know me, I think you'll say, boy, that Mark Ryan is a pretty good dude, right? He cares. I'm not against people's families. I'm I'm not out for people's jobs. But in the end, it's a business, right? And in the end, you need to meet certain criteria to keep your job. When I ask Clemson fans, when I ask South Carolina fans, what is the expectation at your school? What is the expectation? Give me what you expect from your basketball program. Would you believe the answer we got from Clemson and South Carolina fans was exactly the same? Here it is. Make the tournament more years than you miss it. Make the tournament more years than you miss it. Well, for Brad Brownell to do that at this particular time, he would have to make the tournament eight years in a row. He's three tournament berths in 13 years. Eight years in a row of making the tournament. Okay? South Carolina, make the tournament more years than not. Lamont, Paris. Brother, is he ever ahead of schedule? I mean, you knew last year was going to be a dumpster fire. I said, man, you know, like if he makes the NIT this year, you got to feel like the future's so bright you need shade because, again, he inherited said dumpster fire. Folks, South Carolina's making the tournaments, okay? They're making the bloody tournaments. They're in. They've got a top five win. They've got a top six win. They've got a six and two record record in a very, very elite now basketball conference that smartly decided to use all of its football revenue to make basketball good as well. And so now the SEC has the talent, the athletes, the four stars, the five stars, the best coaches in the sport. The SEC is now one of those top leagues. But the, Lamont Paris is so far ahead of schedule. So far. But I'm not on the Clemson side. I'm not um i'm not one of these dudes who roots for guys to lose their jobs i do not root for the uprooting of families i don't root for that stuff okay um brad brownell by all accounts is a really really good dude at the same time he hasn't met the standard that you have set you'll always hear me say on these airwaves okay if we do not perform replace us if we do not perform for you, if we are not interesting, if we are not compelling, if we don't make you laugh, if, we don't, if we're not a show that you want to tune into, replace us, okay? Because, frankly, you deserve that. You deserve to, be, to receive compelling on-air content, okay? I've told my boss that. I said, boss, if we stink for a year, get rid of us. You know, like the, the area deserves better. Fortunately, that hasn't happened. Fortunately, we've continued to see all of the engagement and everything associated with that rise. You know, last year, 2023, we set a station record for engagement here. And we're very grateful for that. But that doesn't mean that anyone here has earned the right to gravy train or mail it in, okay? Uh, I get the sense that Clemson basketball might be one of the best jobs in the country because you can be a millionaire for accomplishing virtually nothing. That said, this segment is about scolding Clemson basketball fans. Because because of your discontent with Brad Brownell, you have now taken it upon yourself to create a negative energy around everything to do with that team. Okay? You guys all are waiting for the other shoe to drop. Okay? And I see it, and I feel it. And it's not the coaches who are on social media, okay? It's the players that are on social media. It's the players that are experiencing this negative energy. So allow me to make myself clear. The negative energy many of you Clemson fans have with your basketball team frankly sucks. Stop expecting the worst. These players do not deserve that crap. This team this year has nothing in common with previous squads, okay? Stop expecting the wheels to fall off. Stop expecting that. And if you stop expecting that, they won't. They won't fall off, all right? And then, you know, Clemson fans are upset with me right now. We'll deal with it because you're right, because you know why? These players should not have to pay the bill for your discontent with Brad Brownell. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. These players do not have to pay the bill that you have given Brad Brownell. That is not fair. They have nothing to do with this at all. Okay? They're not at all. I mean, listen, the players are being asked right now to live your dissent with their head coach. Okay? Do you realize you won an ACC game last night? What's the best outcome you could ever get in a game? A win, loss, or a tie? Does it really matter if you beat a bad team by six or 60? Does it really matter? No, you won. So, you know, stop creating a negative future, which is exactly what you're doing. Have you guys ever heard of the law of attraction? You know, you, you make your life, you build your life around what you want in your life. The law of attraction, there's this book I have, it's called The Secret, and in the book The Secret, they tell yeah, you know, like, if you're single and you want to find your mate and you have a two-car garage, don't park in the middle of the garage. Park on one side of the garage. Leave the space open for your future partner. When you eat dinner at night, don't take up the whole table for the other person that isn't yet there. And you start living your life that way, Right? Then, lo and behold, you find that person. It's the law of attraction. You guys are attracting garbage, straight garbage, with your negativity about this team. This is a pretty good basketball team. And yet I'm hearing the following. Right field renegade said to me, the wheels did not come off tonight. They were up 24 against arguably the worst power five team in the country, and they let the lead be cut to four in the last minute. You're up by nine against Georgia Tech with 130 left in the game. You're up five with 140 to play against Duke. Both losses. Bro, the team feeds off the energy of the fans. When the energy they're getting is, choke again, you can't possibly be surprised when they do. If you change the vibe, you change the results. You can't possibly be blaming the fans, he says. Bro, flush the negative energy. If you are perpetuating negative energy surrounding the basketball program, you are part of the problem. This has nothing to do with the players. This has to do with your beef with the coach. I agree with you that it has to do with your beef with the coach. I agree with you on that, okay? But stop holding the players to that standard. Stop holding that against them. Stop expecting the players to pay the bill that you have given Brad Brownell. And that is the issue that I have with you, how you guys are acting, what is going on. The negativity around this program sucks. It sucks. Texter says, Mark, Clemson is going to the NCAA tournament this year. What more do you want? Clemson fans are not convinced they are going to the tournament this year. Texter says, "How about them Gamecocks, baby? Uh, yeah, Gamecocks win, outstanding win. Lamont Paris seems to be the best hire since Don Staley. Since Don Staley, how about that? Really, really, I mean, just really incredible stuff. But when we come back, I'm going to show you and I'm going to illustrate to you why the South Carolina disrespect." is only just beginning that's next my friends we are live on location Ingalls markets 1524 locust hill road in greer south carolina it's the most interactive sports talk show anywhere it's offsides mark ryan and diesel if you like the college basketball coverage let us know give us the engagement we had a topic about this yesterday did we not Show us with engagement that you like when we go off of football. All right? It's offside. It's the up State.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. Is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: It's offsides. We're about to give you a chance to win a gift card. Here to Ingalls Markets with some clues for you. What is today's item going to be? Uh, We will soon see. 844-326-3663 844 326 on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone. Guys, I know this is throwing you for a loop, and you're a little bit confused. What is this? Mark is, um, Mark is beginning the show praising the Gamecocks and criticizing some Clemson fans. What is going on? How is this happening? This isn't what normally happens. You know, uh, Mongo, Pongo, Bongo, Mongo said last night, Mark, is it painful to you? to being, saying, saying something nice about the Gamecocks. Guys, wouldn't you think you would appreciate positive commentary? Wouldn't you think you would appreciate that? You know, not, not railroad somebody for giving you positive commentary. Because Lamont Paris, I'm always going to give you the truth, even though sometimes I believe you guys can't handle the truth. I'm always going to be truthful with you, man. And I am blown away by what he's been able to do in just year two now look this the way that college basketball works these days cliff ellis the coach of coastal carolina left because he said look this isn't this isn't the game that i signed up to coach and he said look there's no continuity anymore you don't have continuity with your team every year in college basketball you have an entirely new team so we have no way of knowing what South Carolina is going to be like next year. But I think they're easily a top 25 team. And in college basketball, the top 25 is the elite. There's 300 and some odd teams in college basketball. I, I want to say it's 329. If you're top 25 out of 329, you're in the top 8% of all college basketball programs. And I, I got news for you. South Carolina's not just top 25. They might be top 10. They might be top 15. Gamecock fans, it is safe at this point to be excited about what your team is cooking moving forward because you found yourself one heck of a head coach. A sidebar on this, it is interesting that, um, you know, look, we love Furman. We, and it's interesting to me. I, I was reading about Bob Ritchie grew up a Gamecocks fan. The Gamecocks hire Lamont Paris. Lamont Paris beat Bob Ritchie and Furman uh, in the championship game of the SoCon Conference. They tabbed Lamont Paris. Does this relieve some of the pressure from you on Ray Tanner? You know, Clemson fans are not yet up in arms against Graham Neff, but there is some dissension in the ranks that is going on. Florida fans, my alma mater, hate Scott Strickland. Hate him. Like every chance, every time the president of the university tweets anything, he's besieged with hundreds of fire Scott Strickland, fire Scott Strickland, fire Scott Strickland. The, the hires Scott Strickland has made since becoming the athletic director at the University of Florida have not panned out. But if you're one of those folks that has been upset with Ray Tanner, is he moving back in the right direction for you? Is he heading back in that right direction? Does this buy him some extra time? Baseball coach has been a little bit embattled. Football coach is kind of in a make-or-break year in terms of the feel-good about what he's doing and what he's about, right? So we will soon see. Let's go to the phones right now, and we welcome you, sir, two offsides where it's J.D. in Simpsonville. J.D., thanks for the call, man. What's good?
0: Hey, Mark. Thank you for taking my call, as always. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the upstate, I don't get to do this very often, but um, I just had to say one thing. cock doodle do, baby. How about them Gamecocks, man? I, I watched most of the game. Um, it looked like they were going to blow it there at the end. Got a little worried about it there, um, but, man, they they brought it out, and so... There's nothing blippy about these upsets now. I mean, they've upset Kentucky. They've upset Tennessee. And so I I did hear a rumor, though. Um, Michigan gave us some signals, I believe, for beating Tennessee last night. I I can't (laughs) confirm nor deny that. Um, But that is the rumor that's out. Also, there is one more rumor, Mark, I had to tell you about. Uh, Shane Beamer, he is uh, trying to enroll in the Lamont Paris School of Coaching. But uh, he has one prerequisite. Uh, He has to write an essay apologizing to the fan upstate for attacking them without calls here recently. So uh, that's the one prerequisite that Lamont told him he had to have to be a culture builder. So uh, maybe he can win consistently like like Lamont.
3: That's – yeah, no, and in in all honesty, in all honesty, J.D., it's easy to root for good people, okay? I think Lamont Paris seems like a wonderful human being when you speak to Lamont – He's organized, he's, you know, he's he's collective, he's pensive, he's thinking, um, and he's organized. And what does his team play like? Collective and efficient and organized. And it's a beautiful synergy when you talk to a coach and you're like, wow, this guy, this guy's cool, calm, and collected. This guy is organized. This guy is smart. This guy's got it together. Then his team plays like one who's got it together. The other thing that Lamont Paris' success is doing, you know, and unfortunately, I haven't put this on social media because Gamecock fans would say, "Big surprise, Mark. You turn a success into a negative about Beamer." Beamer. But folks, how can you not? How can you not? It, when you look, right. when you consider Kalen DeBoer's immediate success at Washington, when you consider Lamont Paris' almost immediate success at South Carolina, how long are you supposed to give Shane
0: Beamer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he's definitely coming to the end of his rope if he doesn't get it turned around this year. But um, Lamont, it, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch. The the team, the Gamecocks, the men's basketball team, I mean, you don't see team basketball much. And then when you have your best, best player only shoot one of eight and you still manage to win a game by four points, I mean, I think that says something about how the team chemistry is and how they're playing together. And, man, the defense travels. He said the blueprint was the Kentucky win. And it looked just like that again last night. So hopefully he's on to something. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Y'all have a good one.
3: Yeah, J.D., no, I appreciate it, man. Uh, Look, very rarely, let's be honest, I always say we shoot straight with you, right? Why are you negative about the Gamecocks, positive about Clemson? It's because, in my honest opinion, I have approved of what Clemson has done since I've been here. And the Gamecocks, since I've been here for five years, have largely been a laughingstock. If you behave differently, you get a different result. That's what I'm seeing right now. I'm seeing organization. I'm seeing defense. I'm seeing efficiency. I'm seeing so much that's impressive to me. And so, yeah, I'm going to prop up Lamont Paris. And, yeah, I'm going to scold Clemson fans who are putting a dark cloud over every single thing their basketball team is trying to do this year. Mark, you don't understand. You haven't been here. Bro, I've been here for five years. (laughs) I've seen enough mediocre basketball in Little John Coliseum for the rest of my ever-loving life, okay? I've seen it. I don't think Brad Brownell should be the guy. I, I would have fired Brad Brownell after year five. He's gotten now 13 years. Year five, he would have been gone for me. But he's here, and I don't think because you have a beef with a head coach you should hold it over the players' heads. You got a better basketball team at Clemson than you have in years. And the only thing many of you are doing now is complaining. And I'm telling you, get out of here with that crap.
4: Get out of here. Yeah, Mark, it wasn't long after Clemson's hot start, then a few losses once they got into ACC play, a, a stumble out of the gate in ACC play, that Clemson fans who were, you know, a vast, vast, vast majority of them were saying, this is our year. See, this is proof. This is proof that Brad Brownell is the right guy. They turned on that so damn fast, it'll make you next door, right? Like, they turned on it so fast. Oh, here we go. Typical Brad Brownell team. Typical team. Good in the out of conference, can't win in conference. See, you, you, Clemson fans are waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it casts this negative shadow over the over the program, and the players know about it. Trust me, the players know about it. it, it every time somebody brings it up, you know, it, when they interview, uh, who is it? They interviewed Jared Goff last last week, and I asked him, "Hey, what do you think about the negativity, the bad press coming out of uh, coming out of Skip Bayless's Twitter account?" He's like, "I don't care about that. I don't care." So they, they hear it. Trust me, they hear it.
3: And you, Clemson, have a win over South Carolina. Guess what the best win is on your schedule right now? South Carolina, or it will be by the end of the year. You know, my uncle imparted upon me a saying, and it stuck with me, and I always think about it whenever I start worrying about stuff. Here it is What you fear is near. You start talking about it. You start getting into that rut of negativity. Okay, guess what's going to happen? All your players have heard from you guys is here we go again. Here we go again. You think they're not going to come playing tight, go out there playing tight if all they're hearing is here we go again? I'm not saying every Clemson fan is doing this. But for those who are, shame on you. Shame on you. You're asking the players to pay the tab that you have given the head coach. That's not how this works. That's not how this goes. You got a really good basketball team. And I'm excited. You know, as a, as a host here in South Carolina, I am bloody excited. Why? Because we're about to witness both Clemson and South Carolina playing in the tournament for the first time since, what, 1997? 1998? For the first time this millennium, we're about to see Clemson and South Carolina in the tournament together, and we haven't gotten to see that. And I say that's awesome. That's incredible. You know, like, I mean, it's, I, I, I was today years old when I, when I learned that. Okay? 97 and 98 was the last time Clemson and South Carolina were both in the tournament 26 years ago. South Carolina fans, very grateful. Very appreciative. Clemson fans, uh, don't let them fool you. They won last night, but they'll lose this weekend. They'll lose. Guys, wrong. Wrong. This is all wrong. Your mindset is wrong. Your attitude is wrong. The way you're looking at this is wrong. And, You'll end, up being, you'll end up giving your team a self-fulfilling pros- prophecy. When all you do is wait for the other shoe to drop, do not be surprised when it does. So you heard me say that I still can't believe the disrespect that South Carolina is getting. Here's what I mean by that. The site that I've used since I've been here to, to, as a gauge for who is going to make the tournament and who is not is TeamRankings.com. I have found them to be largely, incredibly accurate. Now, you might say, this year is the exception. Well, we'll see. For Clemson, right now, they say the Clemson Tigers have a 99% chance of making the tournament. 99% chance. Clemson, right now, is 14-6. and six. They believe Clemson is going to finish 7-4, and four. finish 7-4 and four the rest of the way. That is their belief. Clemson finishes tricky game at home this weekend against Virginia at North Carolina at Syracuse. Miami, NC State, Georgia Tech, Pitt, Notre Dame, Syracuse, and Wake Forest. A challenging schedule, but not an impossible schedule. And team rankings projects Clemson finishes 7-4. and four. Final record heading into the ACC tournament, 21-10. and 10. They say that's a 99% chance to make the tournament. Now, on the South Carolina side of things, okay, this has been a 3% chance, then a 6% chance. Then a 7% chance. I checked last week, it was at 8%. And I'm telling myself, certainly they have the Gamecocks in the tournament now, right? Certainly they do. As of this moment, TeamRankings.com, 43% chance. Uh, guys, the disrespect game is incredibly strong in this one. They say the Gamecocks, who are now 18-3, and are going to finish 22-9. So they say the Gamecocks are going to go 4-6 and six the rest of the way. Why? I don't know. Perhaps for the same reason that Kelly Ford, our buddy, K. Ford Ratings, has the Gamecocks ranked 67th. That's as squarely on the bubble as you could possibly be for a 68-team tournament. The models have not caught up with the skill. The projections have not caught up with the players. South Carolina's not going to finish four and six. South Carolina' is going to finish seven and three or eight and two, OK? And they've got I, I think the Gamecocks have virtually a 100 percent chance of making the tournament right now. Are you kidding me? When you need signature victories, try to do better than number six Kentucky and number five Tennessee. Oh yeah, number five Tennessee on the road. Give me, a, give me a break. Please, give me a break. Uh, all right. Texter says, uh, it takes two to three really good players to turn around a basketball team. Comparing football and basketball is not even close to being in the same ballpark. What I've learned, guys, is anytime you make a comparison about anything, people don't, if people don't like it, their go-to is apples to oranges. Well, here's the reality. It doesn't take two to three players to turn around a football team. You know how many it takes, sir? One, the quarterback. Please see Washington, Michael Penix Jr. before and after Michael Penix Jr. from four and eight to 10 and two. Please, it takes one player to turn around a football team. One. In basketball, it does take two or three, but it's hard to get those two or three true difference makers. Uh texter says, Mark, it's been five years already. Gee, seems like yesterday I was listening to Greg McKinney on the huddle. So says Joey. Congrats on five years, by the way. Joey, thank you so much. It's awesome to be here five years. Uh, Madcraft says, congrats to the 30th-ranked Gamecocks in next week's poll. So says Madcraft. It's insulting, isn't it? Like, it's insulting. It's as though the voters are saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, Yeah, but, yeah, but you're still the Gamecocks. I know you beat Kentucky. I know you beat Tennessee. Yeah, but you're still the Gamecocks. Guys, I always tell you, whenever you're being disrespected, whenever you're on the bench somewhere, and the Gamecocks are on the bench in the top 25 poll, they're not in it. They're not in the starting lineup. Perform so well that they can't keep you out. Okay? Perform so well. When CBS Sports Radio gave me my first shot to host a show, my goal was to do so well that they couldn't keep me out. And then, lo and behold, I had one of my better shows. And then they asked me to host again. And then they asked me to host again. And I always was thinking, okay, I got to be so good. I got I to I be not just better than these other guys. I got to be twice as good as these other guys. Because these other guys are coming to CBS Sports Radio from bigger markets. Right? I gotta be twice as good as these guys because they already, they're gonna have a favoritism to the bigger markets. Just like the poll voters have a favoritism to the Kentuckys and the Tennessees of the world. Perform so doggone well that they cannot keep you out. That's it, my friends. That is it. All right, up next on the show. um, What about the school you hate? Do you secretly wish was yours? Or what about the school you hate actually secretly low-key makes you jealous? <laughs> We're going to have some fun with that next. Live on location, 1524 Locust Hill Road, Greer, South Carolina. It's the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offside. It's Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate, and we, my friends, are live on location. Ingalls Markets, 1524 Locust Hill Road in Greer. Fantastic to be out here today, man. Really, really fantastic to be here. Okay, so what do you say we give you guys the clues to give you a gift card? All right, so here's how this works. Once an hour, I give you a clue. You come into the Corner Cafe, 1524 Locust Hill Road. You see my good friend, Corey, and you tell Corey what the item is. Corey will put your name on a a little uh, ticket tab. He'll put the ticket tab in the box, end of the show. We draw from the available tickets. You just might win an Ingalls gift card. How sweet is that? Clue number one. This product is a smooth operator or a chunky monkey. This product is a smooth operator or a chunky monkey. Come right on in. This product is found in every single Ingalls markets. Come right on in. Let us know what that product is. Get your name in the box. We'll have a winner by the end of the show today. That's what we do. We we get your groceries for you. That's what Ingalls does for you. All right, it's fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Texter says, and big difference in the Gamecocks basketball and football team is that the B-ball team has a very clear identity. The football team doesn't. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for him? That's exactly right. How could you be entering year four under Shane Beamer and you still don't know what the identity is? That's why I still have hope for Billy Napier at Florida. Through two years, I know what he wants to be. I don't like that he kind of wants to be like Will Muschamp, physical, run the football, lower scoring games, not really aggressive. He's like the anti-Dan Campbell. Anti-Dan Campbell and the Lions, man. I don't like that. But at least I know what he wants to be. You know, like he wants to be Michigan. Billy Napier does. Uh, Let's see here. Texter says, oh, heist cold." Guessed it right, but heist cold. Can you swing on here and get your name in the bat? In the, in the, put, the, put the biscuit in the basket. He, got, he guessed it right. Corey, this is a pretty good clue. This product is a smooth operator or a chunky monkey. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Oh, shh. Do, 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 do you think you know? Oh, she thinks she knows. She thinks she knows. All right, there we go. Okay, guys. So let's flip the script here to this topic. There is always something about the other school, that other school that you don't like very much. Okay? there's always something about the other school that you wish was yours. Okay? or there is something that makes you jealous. Okay? always, every single time and twice on Sunday. And this is not so this is one of those things where if I'm sitting with you and we're having a pop at the bar, you'll tell me what that is. In our experience, you guys don't want to put your name on it when you got to call the upstate's most popular afternoon drive sports talk show. You don't want to do that. Okay? So here's my suggestion to you. Don't put your name on the text. I won't say the name. Put a fake name on the text. I'll say the fake name. Okay? The reality is there is something at a school that you do not like. And it doesn't have to be Clemson, South Carolina. Maybe you're an Auburn fan, okay? Maybe you're a Florida fan, Georgia fan, okay? It doesn't have to be Clemson, South Carolina. But who? what is it specifically about the school that you don't like that you really wish was yours? Let's go to the phones. And Crazy Ralph joins us next. It's been a while, my friend. Yeah, what's up? Ray Tanner, Lamont Paris. How about it? Crazy Ralph.
5: Yeah, how about that basketball program? But listen, you asked a question about my feelings towards Tanner after the Lamont Harris hire. And uh, let me tell you about Ray Tanner. This is how I feel about Ray Tanner. Ray Tanner is like my hemorrhoid. It disappears for a season, and then it, it appears that all is well. When they out of nowhere, all hell is released upon my bowels, and I'm brought in anguish to my knees. That's that's what happens in football season every year because of this man. Well, I'm thrilled about Lamont Harris and his success. That doesn't let Tanner off the hook for hiring a spoiled brat with a silver spoon in his mouth with no head coaching experience. Lamont had a track record prior to USC. Dawn had coaching success prior to USC. Bima had success stirring Gatorade and filling water bottles for the Scab teams at Bartek, Georgia, and Oklahoma, none of which should have given him the opportunity to be a head ball coach in the SEC. Heck yeah, I'm excited about USC basketball. Heck no, Ray Tanner still needs to go. Get him out of here and let him take that boy Toy Beamer with him.
3: Diesel, I hope you're proud of me. Because I tried as hard as I could not to laugh when he was going on that (laughs) hemorrhaged rant. Because Diesel always tells me, Mark. When you laugh, it ruins the cut. Don't laugh when he's going on his rant. Like, hold it. And it was, that was as difficult as holding a sneeze, <laughs> okay? Like, I'm, like, fighting. I'm, like, gripping the end of the table, trying not to let my laugh out. Ray Tanner, like, Crazy Ralph, you know I love you, brother. You know I do. At the same token, can we both admit here, all right, that Ray Tanner hired Don Staley? That Ray Tanner hired Lamont Paris. Does he get credit for none of that? He gets
4: credit for nothing, according to you. Well, I think now, what he's also trying to say, Mark though, is that is that having a good season, a a good partial season. He hasn't even strung it together for a whole season yet. Uh, doesn't true. absolve doesn't absolve Ray Tanner of all the stupid decisions he's made up to this point. That's all he's trying to say. But the question is And, you know, uh, Crazy Ralph, man, he'll he'll call in, he'll say what he's got to say, and then he hangs up the phone. The question would be for Ralph and all Gamecock fans who have a problem with Ray Tanner, at what point do you pull him off the ledge just a little bit? You know, he's on the plank. You've got a cutlass to his back pushing him farther and farther off the the plank. And what does he have to do? to make you lean back just a little bit, give him some room to step back off that cliff. That's exactly right, Diesel. That's exactly
3: right. At what point does he earn the right to take one step back off the ledge? From you, okay? Because, listen, man, you got to be pumped about what you're seeing here. And he's responsible for that. And furthermore, for Lamont Paris to take – the ragtag bunch of Island of Misfit Toys through the transfer portal that he took and to get them to buy in and to buy in immediately.
4: Then they're going out and they're beating teams who have been together for three and four years. Remember, you just got rid of the best player you've ever had on the roster before. He's gone. Gigi Gigi Jackson Jackson is gone. He is probably the best player that's ever played at South Carolina on paper, the most heralded the most uh, uh, pumped-up guy from the media, right? The most hyped guy from the media who's ever played at South Carolina. That guy left, and your team got way better after that. It's insane, isn't it, Diesel? Same thing happened at Florida.
3: Anthony Roberson, Matt Walsh were the stars, chucked up a bunch of shots. We had Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford, Corey Brewer on the bench. And we said, how on earth are we going to be better? We lost Anthony Roberson and Matt Walsh. Next year they won the national championship without those two first ball hogging guys. It's amazing how much you, you experience addition by subtraction and listen, no more excuses for the beamers of the world. Beamer, beamer, no more excuses, beamer. Okay? Because look at what Lamont Paris is doing. Beamer's look at how beamer. look at the buy-in he's getting. Look at the results that he's getting. All right? It's not even close.
5: It's friggin' beamer.
3: Not even close. Look at the, okay, well, Mark Ryan, that's football. This is basketball. Okay. How about Kalen DeBoer? Overnight. How about Lance Leipold, Kansas? Overnight. Overnight. Much better overnight. All right. What is it that you would love from the team that you hate to be your own? Okay. What about the team that you hate makes you jealous? That, my friends, is next And this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel live on location, 1524 Locust Hill Road in Greer. It's the fan up state.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours